0: traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord for us, the people of God.
1: Thank you, you, Alicia, and thank you, Chancel Choir, for your talents and gifts. Pastor Mark will be speaking at our ecumenical thanksgiving service on tuesday night november 26th at seven o'clock p.m. right here in this sanctuary and when he asked me to speak for him while on paternity leave i decided to speak on a scripture that teaches us true gratitude and the amazing rewards it produces as we face the holiday season let's pray merciful god please Take the simple words you've given me and inspire them. Transform our lives by your spirit. We ask this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John each relate multiple accounts of Jesus ministering to the sick, the needy, and the infirm. And our gospel reading this morning is just one example. Jesus is not only healing the sick. He's raising the dead. He's casting out demons and setting the captives free. Thankfully, God is no different in 2019. When the Holy Spirit shows up, people's lives are radically changed for good. Right here in front of our eyes. And here in our scripture, Luke, who is a physician as well as a disciple, is writing down eyewitness accounts of Jesus doing unusual acts in a mundane, predictable world. Luke has been studying the life of Jesus for years. He's been interviewing people who observe firsthand Christ transforming miracles. Each chapter in Luke reveals Christ's supernatural compassion and his power. We can think of these written accounts as a string of pearls, each gem meticulously placed on the strand for all the world to observe and celebrate. The string that holds each pearl is Christ's journey towards crucifixion, burial, resurrection, and ascension, back to the Father. And though each encounter is priceless, this morning we focus on ten men who were tested and tried by Christ 10 men given the opportunity to become a beautiful gem on Luke's necklace. My desire this morning is that we will take home three lessons on how to receive Christ's transforming power in our individual lives. Lesson number one. You must be proactive. Expectantly watch for God to show up and do the unusual Our story opens with the disciples walking with Jesus into a city in Samaria, full of citizens already buzzing with their daily business. And then Luke firmly shifts our attention over to a second group of people, ten men who have purposefully disconnected themselves from the crowd. Let's imagine this scene. Perhaps it was a bright sunny day. City's already bustling. Men are leading their livestocks down the path. Women chatting together, carrying jars of water. Kids are skipping past, giggling, playing games. It's just a usual day in Samaria. But wait, the unusual is about to, the usual is about to come, become unusual. For Jesus of Nazareth, that healer, the prophet, everybody has been talking about is walking into the suburb, and yes, the crowd is already buzzing. And as he arrives, these ten men in the distance, who are covered with rags draped over their faces and bandages wrapped around their hands and the feet, are watching from afar, though they really want to be close. For these ten are quarantined, secluded from society, and they are required to shout the words, UNCLEAN, when anyone approaches. And with this one word, they continually announce to all in Samaria that they're cursed with a plague. They are lepers. This sickening infectious disease has isolated them from society. Leprosy is transmitted by airborne droplets And for the safety of the community, the priests have observed the Jewish law and they have forced them out into colonies without their family and their friends. And what began as a small white mark on their skin soon became a sore. And then an unsightly lesion. First numbness of their fingers and their toes. And then their ears and their noses extremities of rotting flesh oozing with a liquid that has a most embarrassing stench. And though they stand afar, labeled as unclean, you could say unkosher, they're anxiously watching, hoping for the godly unusual to show up in their lives. They're doing lesson number one. For Jesus of Nazareth, the healer is passing their way. These ten men have heard the amazing reports of Jesus transforming people's lives. For you see, news of miracles travels very fast, even into leper colonies. Each testimony testimony relayed over voices have caused their faith to arise and grow, and they're expectantly watching for God to show up and do the unusual in their midst. Lesson number two. These ten men acted in faith. I can imagine that at the sight of Jesus, their hearts jumped, and they began waving their arms wildly out of the depths of their spirits. They shouted out with hearts of faith crying out, Not the word unclean, but Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Jesus, master, have pity on us. They acknowledged that Jesus was their master. And for this same Jesus, that caught his attention. Because Jesus is master over storms, he's master over demons, even master over death. And folks, he's a master over leprosy. It was right and good for them to shout to God for mercy. In fact, sometimes the perfect prayer at the perfect moment is simply shouting out to God to reconnect your spirit to Christ and to call him the master over your life, body, soul, and spirit. Their efforts paid off. For Jesus, the master of mercy, saw them and immediately, knowing their plight, called, them, called back to them in the air, shouting these instructions. Go back to the location that separated you from society when you were first diagnosed. Go now and show yourselves to the priest. The exit door became the entrance door again. Go, show yourself to the priest. seems like a really strange thing that Jesus would say. But to these ten men, they were the words of gold they had longed to hear, perhaps even for years. For you see, Levitical law also demanded that if by some miracle a leper would be healed, they must go, show themselves, to the priest to be legally pronounced clean, kosher and able to return to society. Then, and only then, would they be able to reenter the community they missed so bad. Only then could they go home to hold their wives and kiss their children and hug their mom and dad. So let me ask you a riddle this morning. Four birds sat on a fence, One decided to fly away. How many were left? I think four were left because deciding to do something and actually doing it is not the same. (laughs) Kind of like those January uh, (laughs) things we say we will do. Oh, I've decided. I'm not eating carbs. Yeah, right? (laughs) As Christ's transforming words reached these ten men's ears, their hearts ignited. And these ten men did the unusual. They got off their fence of leprosy and decided to move physically. They did something that literally allowed them to walk into Full healing. Oh, yes, Jesus, yes, yes, yes. Like parched men in a desert, these ten lepers grabbed those words, their living words of Christ, and immediately headed toward the temple. The last phrase of verse 14 declares On the way, obeying the unusual, all ten were healed. I even love to envision and meditate what this scene might have been like. Suddenly, one man's foot stops dragging. Another skin turns from leprous white to a soft olive brown. Body parts begin growing back, and oh my, that sore on your nose, it's drying up. One man's hand stops tingling. His numbness is gone, and then suddenly he licks his lips, and oh, they're soft and moist and pink again. The ten looked at each other in stunned silence. (laughs) Then uncontrollable, childish laughter, followed by hot tears of relief. Years of emotional and physical agony evaporating by the unusual healing presence of God in their bodies. They began dropping rags off their face and off their limbs, bandages being f- tossed into the air as they began, became anxious to go and not only show themselves to the priests, but show themselves to their families again. No longer did they need to hide from society No longer were they kosher and unclean, for the holy, unusual, was healing them as they went. They had performed lesson number two. They acted in faith, and the reward was manifested. Lesson number three. When the authentic is in your midst, choose the deeper healing been to New York City both of our daughters lived there studying for their secondary college degrees and did you know that you can buy a Rolex watch off the streets of New York City for 20 bucks (laughs) every New Yorker knows that these watches aren't truly Rolexes, they're fakes they're knockoffs they're cheapies from the original. Church, there seems to be a duplicate of everything in this world that seems to be precious. But there is one thing, my sister and brother, that absolutely cannot be duplicated, and that is the true holy presence of Jesus Christ. The final verses of our text today reveals that suddenly, one man's pace slows. His heart is suddenly gripped with gratitude toward Jesus as healer, for Christ's holy presence had brought him illumination. My Lord and my God, the holy, is here with me now, and I must respond. So shouting to the other nine, he says, boys, go on down to the temple. I will meet you there, for I must go back and thank Jesus personally. Only one out of ten. I think this could be a fourth lesson, don't you? So put your seatbelts on. The account tells us that this Samaritan began doing the very unusual. He began praising God loudly, running toward Jesus, and he threw himself down on the ground, shouting praise for everyone to hear very loudly. Thank you, Master. Thank you. I bet some intense kisses were being planted on Jesus' dusty feet, and tears of gratitude were spilling over, washing his Master's feet. This man was not ashamed to worship the one who had set him free. Have you ever been so thankful to God that you unashamedly shouted praise to him, throwing yourself down to the ground, worshiping him? We American churchgoers usually say thank you in such polite ways. We write thank you notes, which is good, but this one man is not writing a thank you note to Jesus. He's building a billboard thank you, Jesus, and skywriting his thanks for all of Samaria and Galilee to hear. My friends, the authentic is worth being unusually thankful for and expressing to Christ and everyone around us. This one man is the perfect example of what a holy transformation looks like in a human's life in this personal exchange between Jesus and the Samaritan genuine salvation was manifested at a deeper than skin level among the ten former leopards Luke notes that only a Samaritan received the privilege of hearing Jesus' words of full transformation Jesus pronounced only to him Your faith has made you whole. For the nine that were healed of leprosy, Jesus used the Greek word tharizo, meaning healed, as in cleansed in the body from disease. It would have been a skin transformation. And it was reason for them to now go to the priests and be examined. But for the one thankful heart who threw himself at Jesus' feet, He declares, your faith has made you whole. And there the Greek word for that, for whole, is sozo, which means a complete cleansing, a deliverance that has brought salvation to his entire being, body, soul, and spirit. His entire life was redeemed and saved. Sozo is so inclusive, it means your hair got saved, your teeth got saved, your foot got saved, your attitude got saved. The other nine men who did not return, whose leprosy was healed skin deep, no longer had the disease of leprosy. But they did the usual. They were free to go back and be examined by the priest to reconnect with society, which I am sure they did, and that I am sure they were thankful. But the pearl was rewarded to just one man, the one who unashamedly thanked and praised and worshipped Jesus. Only to this man does Jesus speak the eternal words, I know that you and I want to hear. Your faith has made you whole. You are sozo. Full salvation has come to you today. Body, soul, and spirit. And so, church, here we are. It's November 10th, 2019. And we, too, have a choice. If we'll be made clean on the surface, or if we'll just go for it and choose the deeper salvation, his sozo blessing. We may not live with rags covering our faces and yet we may be housing leprosy of our souls but today we gather in Christ's beautiful name Jesus is here right now to cleanse and heal us completely a salvation even reaching to the deep inner things that we try to cover with masks and I suppose the truth is we could all be crying out unclean I'm unclean. For our human tendency is always to try to tweak our human issues, the sins that beset us, with a rag draped over our face to cover our shame. We think that Christ isn't really powerful enough or doesn't quite love us enough to do the deeper inner miracles. And so Christ challenges us this morning to acknowledge him as our master and redeemer and cry out to him, Master, have pity on us. Come, do your sozo work within each one of our hearts. For we too must go to the high priest, Jesus Christ himself, and be examined and declared clean. We must each individually receive his pearl of true salvation. If this is your desire, pray this simple prayer with me. I give my life to you, Lord. I give my life. my life to you, Lord. Body, soul, and spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. Save me. Heal Save me. 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 And deliver me, I pray. And deliver me, I pray. Family. When we allow the unusual Jesus to step into our usual lives, true transformation begins. Amen. Now Let us go forth into the world in the power of his spirit Remembering God's saving mercy Gratefully acknowledging him as master over our lives And please receive your benediction May the Lord bless you and keep you May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you And give you his peace. Amen and amen. Go in peace.
2: Yeah, I
0: tape it because I can't hold it. It's, weight. it's almost over the edge. I can't hear a thing you're saying.